Okay, good morning, Siobhan. Good morning, Miriam. How are you today? I'm feeling great, wonderful. It's great to see you. How are you? Likewise, I'm excited. Thanks for, for accepting this invitation to the Empower New Nurses show. You are looking great, and I just want to give you a big welcome. Well, I just want to say thank you for the invitation. It's an honor to be on your platform. Thank you so much. Thank you, too. Thanks again. Siobhan, I knew you have been a nurse. And, you know, in these times, we are challenged on every side in nursing, so many different areas. And you have been a preceptor. But before you go into the nursing aspect, now, tell me a little about yourself. Okay, well... So my name is Siobhan Martin-Peterson. Um, I've been a nurse now for 12 plus years and nursing is not my first career. I'm actually my second. I was, uh, I have a bachelor's in psychology. And so, you know, that can go down a whole nother story about how I got to nursing. But nursing, uh, for those who feel like they wanna be a nurse, nursing is a calling. And so mm -hmm. I was called to nursing. Um, I didn't quite know exactly what I wanted to do, you know, even graduate with a four-year bachelor's degree. And so I was called into nursing. And for one thing I knew is that I always knew the population that I wanted to work with. Wow. In nursing school, I knew I wanted to work with women. I knew there were areas I was not interested in. And, you know, there were people in the nursing community who had their recommendations on where I should start my nursing career. And many nursing students ask these questions, you know, where should I start? What should I do? But one thing I will say is choose your path. You choose your own path because it's your career. You can make your career whatever you want it to be. So I did follow, you know, my heart and I was able to land my dream job and I worked in labor and delivery for nine years. Wow, that's some time. That's some time. Wow. Well, I learned from you today that this is your second career. And interestingly, one of the one of my objectives is that for those nurses, although they might be new, but they have intended or they have started a second career and I found it very interesting. And so you're one of them. You're one of them. Exciting. So I know that you have been a nurse for uh, in this special area for nine years. Now, I want you to tell us, tell the audience about the population you, um, you care for. Plus, before that, I just wanted to, to, to tell us as a preceptor, because I know for sure that you have been you have been a preceptor. Um, and one of the greatest preceptors I have met as oh. an educator and your willingness to help. I must say uh, an applause and a shout out to you and others, but at this time it's for you. You have made our nurses, our young nurses, our new nurses really feel at home and you have gone the extra mile and more to help them succeed. Tell us a little about your role as a preceptor in that particular department area of nursing that you serve so well. Oh, thank you so much for those accolades. That means so much to me. 
you know, because sometimes, well, most times people don't feel fulfilled in their jobs or appreciated. So thank you so much for recognizing me on that. That feels great. Thank you. So I approach precepting um, from a perspective of what I needed when I was starting out. Wow. So, you know, we, I had, I had plenty of great nurses that, that trained me and showed me the ropes. And, you know, when you're in those shoes, you know, the, you know what you need and what you're not getting and where you have to, you know, put your big girl panties on <laughs> and figure it out. And so I approached pre um, precept in that way as what was the information that could have been, um, conveyed across to the the new um orientee or the new nurse um especially when they're different learning styles right so mm -hmm. you know precepting you you're approaching it like a teacher you know just applying the skills at the bedside right so and you know i i was precepting before taking a preceptor class i did end up taking a class because i felt like you know i was good at what i did but I just like to to perform at 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 the best level. I could say the highest level. So I did seek a course, and which which showed me what I was doing and what, how I can improve. Right, mm -hmm. right. So I approached it from what I needed. I took, you know, as the new nurse, I took a piece of every nurse that trained me and put it together to, to create myself. And so, the the training that I received. I was just so willing to give it, you know, because a lot of times when you work, you may see uh, your coworkers who, you know, everyone has weaknesses, you know, so do sure. I. Of course. You know? yeah. Mm -hmm. And so some people, you know, are not the most approachable to accept help, you know, from where you, from your strengths. Mm -hmm. So I passed that on to my new nurses and they were all appreciative. They're all great nurses at the bedside. One has um, moved on up to management. And that's her own accolade. I'm not going to take, uh, you know, that from her, but, you know, <laughs> through my own horn. But I, I enjoyed precepting. I really did. And a lot of people told me I should go into education. I did do clinical um, clinical teaching at the schools, at, at the hospital. So teaching is is something that's, you know, I, I, I wanted to run from it, but it's just, you can't run from your calling and, or what are you supposed so to do? So true, so true. <laughs> oh, thanks. That's that's really a mouthful there. That's really. But what, what have you observed when the new nurse comes on? Tell us a little about that part. When the new nurse comes, what's your experience when that new nurse comes on? From your observation, what is yeah. it like to you? It's actually amazing to see the aha moments, you know, because um, I can think about when I was graduating, you know that you're great, you know, learning the, the curriculum, but you still wonder, am I going to be a great nurse? You ask different nurses, what's the day in the life of a nurse? And no one can really explain that, you know? So when that new nurse comes on the unit and you, and she's in your hands or he's in your hands, to see the, the eye-opening moments, you know, they're like, okay, nursing is serious. It's, it's just not, you know, like babysitting. No, this is, this is real deal. And um, to see them actually apply what they learn from the book is is just great. It's just great. 
Thanks for that. Well, what area of nursing are, is your specialty right now? Just give me a little tidbit or give us a little tidbit of your experience uh, sometimes daily as a nurse, as a as a as the nurse, the area of your specialty. Think about this at from this perspective where you might have some days not very um not very fast going, but other times how many babies are coming behind each other? What are your days like when it's really like busy? Tell us a little about that. Oh man, like what do you want to what do you want me to start on a busy day? Well, first you want to think about why it's busy, right? And that could be many reasons. It could be busy because everyone is experiencing short staff, right? Mm. So one thing in nursing, we have so many nurses and we have so many programs that are promoting and, and graduating nurses, but why are we still short staff, right? So we were busy for being short staff. We have we we're busy because the atmosphere, you know, we had this this saying that, you know, oh, it's a full moon, right? Mm -hmm. And so people are gonna have some more some preterm deliveries come through. We're gonna have a whole lot going on, you know. Then, you know, you have your high risk day where the clinic is open and they're sending everybody for something. So uh busy days were the days where you lock arms with your coworkers and you made it work. You know, you made it work. And the one thing you knew was you weren't going to eat. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh. to eat, and you probably weren't going to use the bathroom that much. Mm. We're there to serve. We're there to serve, and um, just to to bring these happy babies into the world, you know. So labor and delivery is my specialty. However, I have broadened my horizons. I am now women's health. So I, my specialty is women. Now I also work with the GYN population. So I do see my pregnant moms and I'm also now experiencing the, the broad spectrum of women up to menopause. So yeah. Wow, awesome, awesome. That's truly interesting. Wow, so you are saying, what is it like when you have a delivery? What is it? What have you observed with the mom or the dads or the significant other? What is it like from your experience? Um, tell us about a little about the pushing and a little about that. And then after that, I'll let you talk. You are the expertise right there. Wow. To sum that up in a few words, it mm. can't be. But, you know, I've seen it all literally in my nine years. I've experienced everything in nursing and in labor and delivery. The the one the one most prized moment is when they don't know the sex of the baby. Mm. You know, they're anticipating everything. You know, mom is working hard. She she didn't think that that labor would be this difficult, or you know, um, and we're encouraging her and we're giving her all you know the support. And she's realizing that no one can help her. This is all her work, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the beautiful moment when the baby comes out and she gets to hold the baby, you know, beautiful. and cries because everybody's looking for that cry, which right. is mm -hmm. right. That's the most important thing in that room. Everyone's quiet until we hear, you know, our reassuring sounds of the baby. So just to be to be at that moment in different families' lives those vulnerable moments was so honoring you know no one most people don't get to share that moment and a lot of people fight to be in a room with them for that you know but 
you know, to, to do that every day for work is just, it's, it's, I don't have a word for it. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Because, um, you know, there are times, for example, I had an experience when my daughter had her baby, I was there and the doctor told me that um, I would be able to cut the cord. And I was so excited. I'm there waiting. And my daughter was pushing and doing all of that stuff. And then I was ready, just up and waiting what the doctor said, okay, cut the cord. And when the baby came out, there was a respiratory problem. And they said, grandma, you won't be able to do that. And they had to just hurriedly, took the, um, they took the baby to the ICU, the NICU. Well, that moment for me, I was happy the baby was okay. I was a little disappointed I didn't get to cut, but that wasn't the most important. My baby, my grandbaby now is five and I'm just excited. And I know parents, grandparents, they're just those moments. At that moment, it's, it's indescribable. It's, it it's indescribable. But yeah. you, you are privileged to be seeing little ones coming into the world, coming into the world. Now, on the twist side of that, on the twist side of that, what it is like for you when a baby, when you have a demise? So it's not, it's never an easy situation. Never, you know. And um, you carry those moments with you. You know, through life. So it is important for providers or uh, healthcare pro providers to get therapy, you know, because the demise is not easy for anyone. It's not easy for, if you can hear it in my voice, yeah. it's not for the family and it's not easy for the people in the room, you know. Um, so I know one thing that I did, I can share yes. is when I was applying to, to work and live and delivery. I was, I was doing a summer externship and at the end of the program, at the end of the summer, the manager, she asked me, so what do you think? You coming back? I said, absolutely. And I said, you know, I didn't think about those sad moments. I only thought about those happy moments, but I'm still in it, you know, Great. Those, sad moments, those sad moments are the, the moments where people don't realize that that's what it is in labor and delivery. You know, there are other nurses in different areas who may feel, they may feel a little more, I, help me with the word. Um, they may feel like their their uh, their job is more important than labor and okay. delivery. Right? And so they may say, oh, you guys, you guys just play with babies all day. Absolutely false. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely the real thing. The real thing. The really mental think. issues to deal with, right? Absolutely. So, you know, some people may want to work in labor delivery because the ratio between a nurse and the patient is just uh, two patients in the mom, I mean, in the nurse. However, it's really not two, it's four because you have mom and that baby. And if she has multiples, then you have more, right? So, this is labor delivery. Critical Mary. moments, critical moments, right? Critical moments. Well, Nurse Siobhan, I appreciate you so much for coming, taking the time out and to share with us. But you know that there's a great shortage. The, the, um, the baby boomers like myself, many are going out or have been out like where I am right now. But what would you say to those young nurses, whether male or female, or young, the nurses, plus those who might be 
um, anticipating becoming a nurse. What were your few words of, um, let's say, recommendations or encouragement? What would you say to them? What I will say is when you're a nurse, you are a business. And to try not to stick yourself in a box as far as nursing, because nursing can take you across the globe. You can do anything. And hospital nursing is not the only avenue. All so right. Do your research and see what it is that you like and how you can apply your calling to nursing to your career. Thank you so much. In addition to all of that, I know you are a wellness person and you have a business or something going that you would want to tell the world because you're an extraordinary nurse and you are an extraordinary advocate for health. So tell us a little about that. I will say that uh, the pandemic changed a lot for the world. And the pandemic changed a lot for me in my career. So I will say COVID and the pandemic uh, turned me into an entrepreneur, you know? So um, that year I opened up my business, Allure Ascension Beauty and Wellness. I am your, your number one solution to self-love, self-care, and embracing feminine energy. You know, I'm the number one solution. I'm all about uh, women's health, women's problems and solutions. So I'm advocating for women. Excellent, excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I know there are others who are listening who might know have known me and also have known Siobhan. So how can I be connected? How can we be connected? I know, oh. how often are you on, um, on the social media, Siobhan? All right, so I will be starting as of next week. I will be going live weekly on Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, the time is probably going to be about 9 p.m. for my adult uh, population. However, I do go live randomly if I have something to talk about. You can connect with me on my text list. You can reach me if you text the word private duty to the number 833-656-1693. You're going to and repeat I, that, please, so that they can take note. We can take note. Go ahead. Yes, please text the word private duty, P-R-I-V-A-T-E-D-U-T-Y, all in one word. Text that word to the number 833-656-1693. You can also reach me at www dot nurse shamarie.com that's n-u-r-s-e-s-h-e-a-m-a-r-i-e.com wow great information and listeners young nurses women in general please check these numbers and this website now to connect with me on the empowering new nurses show you can contact me on um, YouTube at Miriam Amanda Smith. Miriam Amanda Smith, that Dr. Miriam Amanda Smith. You can check me on uh, Instagram and Podcast Mirror. I'm also on Apple, that's Miriam Dale, Miriam Smith, and Spotify. And they're all there. 
So we're excited. Now you can make a comment. You can give suggestions to topics you'd like us to talk about. I've touched a little on menopause. Here it is. There's an expert here, Siobhan, who can give you even more information. When you're having the hot flushes, you might think it's menopause. Well, it might be perimenopause, right? And there's so much to go because you will, we can be able to go to the stages of um, menopause, which is the perimenopausal, the menopause, and the postmenopausal, and the different um, things that occur in those different areas. So there's a lot. And just remember that menopause is a natural biological process. So, when you come to the Empowering You Nurses show, you'll be able to explore, you'll gain your confidence. We'll discuss skills. We will also demonstrate at times. And our second career nurses are all welcome. There's so much to learn and we can just continue growing and growing and explore because there's a lot out there and the world is invited. Women, boys, girls, they're different age group. There are certain topics that will be discussed and they're general topics like effective communication. Everybody needs that. Mental health, everybody needs that. Relieving stress, everybody needs that and a lot more, more to come. Thank you so much for watching. Tell someone else. Thanks, Siobhan. I forgot to mention on social media, I do go live at Nurse Shea Marie. N-U-R-S-E-S-H-E-A-R-I-E. Sorry. Okay. And how often do you go live? Twice a week. Right now, it's scheduled for Tuesday evenings at 9 and Friday evenings at 9 p.m. Just keep up abreast and follow her. Follow her. We need your follower. We need you to be following us. This will continue to grow and grow and just keep pulling in. Just keep depositing and we will explore. Thank you so much again for taking that time out. Be well. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right.